You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Hey everybody, before we get into part two of this podcast, I just want to send out a friendly reminder about the Lone Wolf Hunting Products giveaway. And uh, basically what you have to do is go visit this URL, lonewolfhuntingproducts.com slash nine fingers. That's the number nine followed by the word fingers. And it's going to ask you to fill out your first name, your last name, and verify your email address. And by doing that, you'll, you will be entered into the giveaway. The first giveaway is on, I believe, July 1st, and I think August 1st, September 1st, and October 1st is uh, the, four, the four dates for the giveaway. And uh, by doing that, you'll get an email in return and actually on the website as well you will receive a discount code for $50 off of all purchases over $199. So that is that right there is 25%. You bump it up to like one of their assaults and that's 250 for that tree stand, take 50 bucks off for the discount and now you're sitting at a a, a more affordable tree stand just for signing up for a giveaway, guys. So it's fairly simple, go visit Lone Wolf huntingproducts.com slash nine fingers and enter in the giveaway and save. So there's that. Now let's get into part two of the ATA bow review podcast. And we are back here. All right. So we've covered a handful of bows already to handful of bows already. Okay. I got to get back into the swing of it. Yeah. I got to get back in the stuttering. All right. Next bow on the list expedition archery all right you know i've heard a lot about i've heard a lot about this i think our our buddy ben is going to be shooting an expedition this yep. year right yep i yep. remember him saying that i cannot remember which one probably the ladies model <laughs> the all pink one <laughs> all pink one yep uh, that's no. like that's like one of those things where it's like uh so uh, our buddy Ben Harshine, man, he shoots a he shoots a lady's bow. And it's like back in the, you throw like a girl. Remember like when you yeah. when you're little, yeah, yeah. And just uh, just to be fair, I have two girls, so I'm, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm all about girls' rights and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Equal rights, equal rights. That's right. You know, I I imagine the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast is uh is an equal rights podcast. Totally, totally. I saw the disclaimer. You did? Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. I think we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. All right. Now what? Okay. Expedition. So expedition. Um, really nice group of guys. Yep. Um, you know, they were kind of over off. They were 
over off in the other section, kind of where New Breed was. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I like to see – I'd like to see them all kind of just in one spot. Yeah. You know, but obviously they can't do that because of the of size and space limitations. Right. Um, and we were – what city were we in? Indianapolis. Indianapolis, that's yep. right. Yep. And that was – that's – my second time being in Indianapolis for the show. Yep. And it's good, but, uh, you know, I think the one, the one to go to, uh, is, is probably Louisville. That one. That was fun. That's fun. Yeah. I think. Well, the bars are all real close. I mean, like if that's important to you, like, <laughs> right, yeah. all the bars are real close to each other. Yeah. Well, they, they kind of were down in Indy too, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We had a good time. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And I, and thank you again for inviting me. I've, I've been there. Other times, whenever uh, you know hunting with a team, but uh, to go there just like we did was and was just a lot hang, of fun. Like just have hang. fun. There's no yeah. there's no agenda really except exactly. to shoot bows. Yeah. Okay, so back at it here. Um, no, but I I think I think Ben said that he was maybe was it the excursion? Maybe he was. I don't know. I can't remember exactly, but what boat did you shoot? Um, I shot the excursion. Okay. Um, and I believe I also shot the the uh, Explorer SS. Okay. So. All right. So let's t- let's get into these bows. Okay. Um, so the Explorer SS IBO was three fifty five, weighs about four pounds. Okay. Um, it has a, a six and a quarter inch brace height. I'm calling Ben. I'm going to call Ben right now. We'll, we'll see if this works. Okay. We'll see if this works. It may not. This is a holiday because we are Ooh. recording on Labor Day. So I might be ruining uh, Memorial this. Day. Memorial Day. Yeah. Did I say Labor Day? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's Memorial Day. Yeah. Dan. Hey. What's up, buddy? Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear I can kind of hear you. That's pretty windy, huh? Yeah, well, okay. Well, we are actually, don't drop any F-bombs because <laughs> me and Ryan are actually recording uh, a podcast about all the bows that we shot at the ATA show. Okay. Uh, so, real quick, do you like the expedition that you're shooting? I love it. Um, it's rock solid. It is, uh, the drop like I wanted is, is, uh, is really smooth. Um, it doesn't have as deep of a valley as the Elite that I've shot in the past, but the bow is, doesn't have the same specs as the Elite. So that's, but, but like to me, what makes me confident in, uh, in, a, in a good bow uh, is how stiff it is once you come to full draw and there's no sponginess at all. Right. Um, starting, I'm starting to shoot a back tension release, and it's... Uh, it relies upon the constant pressure right. to keep the shot effectively. So uh, that rock-solid wall is good. And it's faster than bows I've shot in the past with a shorter brace height, um, but I really like it. Wow, that turned out really good for not being, like, planned. We didn't plan calling Ben, ben no, today, huh? did we? Nope. All right, so. <laughs> did we? Did I, we? I, I don't think it was in the plans, but. <laughs> Which model are you shooting, Ben? I can't That's remember. Nolly, it's 30, 34 inches axle to axle. So it's the longest bow I've shot. The, um, the Nolly. 
Yeah, the Denali. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. The one I didn't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you shot like every one, didn't you? I shot a lot of bows. <laughs> All right. Well, we were just we were just calling to uh, we we came across the expedition catalog. We were talking about about it, and uh, I knew you were going to shoot one this year, and wanted uh, a little bit of the insight. Well, there there you go. All right, bud. Hey, I'll talk to you later. Okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> Bye. All right, so, so Denali. He uh, shot the Denali. Yeah, he, he shot, said he liked it. Yep. So yep. he went. He ended up going. I think he he ended up purchasing that bow or getting getting that bow. I don't know what the deal was, but yeah, I, I know that he has that bow and he really likes it. Okay. Um, now, what bow? Which ones did you shoot? Um, so uh, I actually did not shoot the Explorer SS. I'm sorry okay. to jack that up. Um, I shot the Excursion Six and the Excursion Seven. Okay, and those were their flagship bows for this year? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yep. So let's get into what you liked and didn't like about those. Um, so on those bows, um, you know, I I have here that the, the draw cycle was a, a little more rough, uh, or, or tougher. I'm sorry, I have tough. So it must have been more difficult for me to pull initially. Okay. And as aggressive as the cams look, um, I, I'd say that's pretty spot on. Right. Um I did like the six inch braids height of the excursion six though better than the seven. Okay. Which is not that's not normal for me. I right. I like a little bit more uh forgiveness in there. Okay. Um so yeah, they're they're a I mean, they're a solid bow that look like a good bow. Um I like the design. Yeah, the design's cool. Their bra their uh risers really looks I don't know, just it looks hollow. Looks light. Uh, is it a? Is it light? Yeah, they are light. Um, I mean, well, they're they're with all the others. They're you right. know three point nine pounds. You see right. that with all the bows on right. most. Um, they all like to be under that four pound number, um, and they they use a hybrid type cam, um, and they have um, looks like they're modular as well, half right. inch increments. It says, and they're right around a thousand dollars. Gotcha. One thousand forty nine dollars. All right. So how how did it shoot? It shoot great, or it shot great. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like Ben said, um, the one thing I do remember is it's very solid in the back, mm -hmm. and for a lot of these guys that are starting to shoot back tension uh, releases. Yeah. Which I don't know if I'm quite there yet. You know, I don't, <laughs> right, know. It seems, I don't know. It seems a little trendy to me, but I don't know. <laughs> a little millennial. You're gonna wear skinny. Start wearing skinny jeans. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Skinnier than they already are. <laughs> um, no, uh, but I, I just I don't know if I'm there yet for that. But this bow definitely seems like it would be a good bow for that. Right. You know, you've shot other bows that mm. you pull on it, and it's just like the bow just keeps going back. Right. You know. And I, I hate that yeah. in a bow. Yeah. Um, to me, Hoyts do that. Yeah, Hoyts are, have that spongier mm -hmm. back wall to them. Yep. But they also tend to want to be more of a forward, like kind of a jumpy bow, like right. kind of wanting to get out of your hands. Yeah. Um, and I, I used to shoot a Hoyt. That was the first bow that Caitlin bought me. Yeah. You know, surprised me with a with a bow. Nice. Um, an Alpha, Alpha Max. Nice. Um, but that definitely, if I sometimes I pull that thing out and I shoot it, and that bow is just it's it's ready to get it. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so very solid back wall. Yeah, if you're looking to to maybe get into that trendy back tension release thing, then 
Right. Maybe that's a good bow for you. <laughs> I'll probably be shooting a back tension release in, next like, year. Yeah, in two oh, weeks. Or two weeks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, go ahead. So, uh, loud, not loud? Um, average. 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 Okay. Yep. Wasn't just exactly like the quietest thing. Um, but, you know, I think they're a, they're a good company. Mm-hmm. I, I know they're – it seems like, I should say, these bows were made in America. Uh, maybe in Utah. Is that right um, for them? I'm not sure. Does it say on their pamphlet, Made in the USA? I thought I thought it was a group of guys out of Utah that made those. And heck, that might be. But, it, you know, you would think if it's Made in the USA, they'd have a big flag on here that says Made in the USA. Yeah. Well, I could be wrong. We won't, we'll, we won't uh, say 100%. No, huh? All right. No, but it seems like that's what I recall. So, would you put this bow in with the... Elite? Sure. In with the elite bow, mm-hmm. okay. Yep, maybe not. Qu- it's not quite. It may be like right below it is where yeah. I would put so it. So splitting hairs, basically. splitting hairs, basically. Right. Yeah, and for the, you know, it's it's going to be a little bit cheaper, I think, than theirs. Um, yeah, I'd I'd put it there. Okay, so it it's it's towards the top, but not the top. Right, right. For as far as what you what your is okay. Yeah. All right. So it falls in line, like what you said uh, at the beginning of the podcast. Is it falls in line with um, these bows being so close in functionality that when we say when you know when we're you're kind of ranking them here, but when you're ranking them, it's not like it's a bad thing where they land because there's a big bunch of them that are all so close to each other that it's hard to, you would be splitting hairs, you know, to say, to say one is first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. We're not talking like the Ford Fiesta to Ferrari here. Right. You know, we're probably talking about the, the different models of Porsches and you know, whatever turboed or non or, or whatever. Gotcha. The back of this does say South Dakota. Okay. So sorry if I that could have been. I, you know, I think that's that. that's might be where they're made. Yeah. Uh, at least that's where the company's located out of. All right. So, okay. so good bow. Yep. I mean, yep. Good bow. All right. Solid bow. Um, you know, probably not one that I'm going to shoot, but yeah. um, you know, Ben's going too, so we'll see how he does with it this year. Right. Um, that's a great thing about not being sponsored anymore is I don't have to <laughs> suck any ass. Yeah. Yeah. And which I really did. I mean, you know, I love the lead. I mean, I would yeah. have told you before, before shooting all these bows at ATA, I would have said, yeah, an elite. Duh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even when I wasn't getting one. Right. You know, still, that's what I would have said. That's not, that's not the, the case now. Though. Yeah. Right. All right. So next bow in line. Um, Let's see here. I believe Moxie Archery. And again, a company I've never heard of. Yeah, me either. I want to let you look at that pamphlet there real quick. Um, So the Gunny, the Valkyrie, and the Fierce looks like uh, are their flagship bows. Um, God, do I remember you telling me that you like these? I think so. Yeah, I. You know what? I now that I'm looking at this, this you got to remember some time has passed. Yeah. This may be who I thought Velocity was. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna look at the map real quick because if I know, if I have a map of of the show floor, right? Then, 
I can tell you for sure because it was whatever company, and then it was Gearhead, and then um, these guys, Moxie. Then, uh, no, well, they, that's what I mean. It was them. It was it was going to be it was either Moxie or it was maybe Moxie was next in, but it was the one that was very first in line there that um, that had the the cheaper bow and uh, was very very nice shooting oh, here okay. we go here's show floor here all right um so these look bows look light too 4.1 pounds and four pounds yeah okay yeah that's i mean for a company that's never is never it really that I mean, i've never really heard of right for sure um oh here's my map here we go good deal good thing we're not on dial up <laughs> all right so uh, while he's looking that up, I'll go through the specs real quick. The gunny is 30 and 5.8, so that's another shorter axle-to-axle similar to the gearhead. Um, the brace height's 7 and 1 16th, and the other one, the Valkyrie, is 7. So they both, well, all of them have a very close to 7-inch uh, brace height. Well, they have 1, 2, 3, it looks like 6 bows. And that's on that one, that page there. Looks like there's six bows, and then they have a couple of, uh, bows for women. But eighty uh, percent let off draw length, twenty five to thirty on some of these, twenty six to thirty one on on the fierce. Um, let's see here, Gunny. This this is the first bow that you shot. What do your notes say there? Um, I have a. As expected from the top of the line bow, very forgiving. Yeah, you know what? This is this is that company. I don't. I'm. I am 99% positive now. Um, you. It was. <laughs> I was just so surprised by this bow, especially for the way it looked. I mean, you look at this riser, and it it would appear that the bow would be pretty heavy. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of spaces cut out of of the riser. Um, to help reduce the weight, but um, yeah, it has a have good power, and um, you know, just all around solid bow. The the cams, I remember them being easy to draw back. Um, you know, a good bow. Right. So this is this this is the bow, right? That. You didn't really have high expectations for, but ended up performing very well for for a bow for manufacturer that you've never heard of. Never heard of, yeah. Right. So, yeah. what do you know what what it was about this bow? I mean, how did the draw? Was it the draw cycle, or was it just kind of an overall thing? It was just an overall thing. I mean, it was. I thought, man, if I was just getting into it, this would probably be a a good bow for me. Yeah, you know. Um, let's see if we can find a a price point on on that bow real quick and sorry we're not as prepared for this particular bow as we thought yeah. we were um i mean <laughs> it's pretty unprofessional yeah you taking time out of your uh labor day to memorial come. day yeah, god damn an idiot man I mean, <laughs> memorial all day. gave some but some gave all that's what we're memorializing today right that's right those I'm, those that have fought and lost their lives so that we can sit around and be jackasses on uh on a podcast right that's right that's right i apologize yeah 1971 this holiday was uh was federalized in 1971 mm-hmm. it's been celebrated since around um 
Civil War, since the after Civil oh, okay. War, but I yeah, gotcha. used to be called uh, Decoration Day, I think. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I learned something today because of you. Well, I learned <laughs> something most days, and that's that. One thing I learned when I hang around you is that my take on the English language is not good. Like, I, <laughs> whatever. I, I'm I'm very poor at speaking, and you like you're you're elegant. I, I'm going to compliment you. You're a very elegant speaker. Well, thanks. You use big words that blow me out of the water most uh-huh. time, and I, I always like, I got to whisper to you if we're ever in public. I'm like, hey, can you dumb it down a little bit for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do carry a pocket dictionary that I look things up <laughs> this real rest. quick, and I'm like, oh, let's see here. I'm yep, this is going to blow them away. <laughs> this is going to confuse Dan. Yep. All right, got a price point yet? Um, so I see one on here. That's the antigen. It says nine thirty nine. Nine hundred. Maybe this bucks. is not that that company then. This Man, Moxie Archery. Yeah. Home. Mox- big, big spenders. Did, did you click on that? Well, I, I looked right. This is their antigen. This is a uh, some. I don't know some other. Click place, on there. This is nine ninety nine right here, right here, Gunny. Okay. Nine thirty nine. All right, nine thirty nine. All right. Anything else about these bows? Mm-mm. I mean, I'll say this for. Now knowing the price of it, yeah, you know your money might be better spent with somebody else who you may be able to find parts for easier. I don't know if that's a big thing for you, you know. Um, but they're they're close to that thousand dollar price point. Yeah, I mean, so we're kind of referenced Elite a little bit going back as kind of a bow that you know these bows are right around the thousand dollar mark. Um, is is this Moxie, this Moxie Gunny, or in the bows that you shot comparable to the Elite, or would the Elite be? And the Elite's still better. Still better. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Expedition still better. Expedition still better than yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but for but for a no name company, you thought it performed very well. I mean, I, I, I don't want to say no name company. It just, I just one that we're not familiar with. Yeah. Right. And one that when if I was to say name a bow manufacturer. <laughs> People aren't going to say, oh, Moxie Archery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, All right, what's next? Oh, and just for reference, the uh, the Elite 6 I'm seeing here, um, around 1300 maybe as cheap as 1100 But that's okay. off. That's on the internet, you know, which there is a lot to be said for buying from your local bow shop and yeah. supporting them and not some of these great big box, you know, places. Right. But um, – and that's going to be tough in like five years. It's going to be totally tough, exactly. Yeah. So that is a that's a market that's going away, and you know more of the direct to, to consumer is where you're you're going to be seeing that. It, it's just difficult to see the product in in that right. instance, right. you know. Right. So there's going to be some sort of hybrid there eventually. Right. I, that's what I foresee, anyways. Right. Door to door salesman. <laughs> Can I interest you in a bow? That's right. <laughs> All right. So what's next on the list? So, um, let's see. Martin. Martin. I've heard of these guys. <laughs> yeah, who hasn't, who right? Who hasn't? Yeah. Um, since, since 1951. <laughs> That's a long time being in, a, in a, the industry. Yeah, it is. It is. And to have survived all that. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. They were, um. They were one of the the bow companies that was down there around Elite on yeah. that side ATA. They do have some cool bows, and yeah. I I shot three different three different bows there. Um, 
but they were all firecat and basically they had different um brace heights different brace heights yep exactly um all right so what about uh so they have a symmetry m4 cams they have smoke cams um and then they had the uh uh kestel yeah okay. kestrel sorry kestrel, kestrel cams okay yep and if we'd have done this in January, I could have told you the exact differences of all these. But, you know, it basically, they sh- they have every different kind of cam setup that whatever hunter likes. It, right. You know, like this one uses, is using a yoke um, I see in their in their cables. Okay. Um, and this other one appears to be a, some sort of binary system. But they were, they were a great shooting bow. I mean, they've obviously... They're doing things right. They've been around that long. Right. Um, you know, um, and they have, looks like they're all 33-inch axle-to-axle, and they're all shooting in that, that stated IBO of the 340s. Okay. Somewhere in there. Right. Good draw, good draw cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about uh, noise? They're okay on the noise. Yeah. Again, um, right, right in with a majority of the rest of the bows as far as noise is concerned yeah i think the smoke the firecat smoke um it had more hand shock and it was louder okay than than all of them um i remember liking the kestrel the best yeah um it was you know for being a a faster bow um you know it's it's not what i expected i thought there was going to be a lot more hand shock uh in in that bow but there wasn't okay um so yeah all right okay so you know it sounds like we're getting into a group of bows here that uh you know as this podcast starts to wind down and we've already you know we we start talking about uh uh you know it's nothing game changing in some of these bows Uh -uh. no so just you know it's basically just another manufacturer making another bow um, that falls in line with everything else, really. Right. Right. I mean, yep. is there anything else about the Martin that you would say is interesting or no? Just that they offer those all those different kinds of cams, right? Systems so, in a bow. That's pretty cool for someone that it can be customizable. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's big. Yeah. You know, because a lot of these guys, you know, some of these other, um, you know. Uh, I know, like elite, right? Some of their bows, they have 70, 80, 60 mm-hmm. pound limbs, right? You can mm-hmm. go up to 80 pounds. I'm sure some of the other companies go a little bit uh, higher than that um, uh, or lower than that or whatever. But, you know, custom, I think custom customizing your bow is going to be one of those things where you're going to be, you got to do it or you're not even going to com- be able to compete in the future. Right. Like, you, like what what uh, Martin's going to be like doing? Okay, I want a speed cam, or I want a, a forgiveness cam, or I want a you know middle of the road cam, or right? Whatever. One that I can adjust. You right. know, that, that exactly. one cam was modular. I, th- I believe it was the the Kestrel. Maybe I uh, could be mixing it up. Yeah. Um, anyways, you you could. It was one of those ones you could adjust on the fly kind of deal. Right. Uh, which is awesome. Right. That's great. Okay. So let's talk about what or. Go ahead. So um, I'll mention a couple others here before we get into uh, one of the other bows we're going to talk about. Hoyt 
nothing totally exciting there for me right. anyways. Um, they have their pro defiant turbo and their pro defiant. So to me, it's just like, they're just kind of expanding on, uh, you know, a platform that they've had around for a while. Okay. It, they were another one of the companies that had problems with, um, with their limbs, I believe. Okay. Um, they finally got that all tuned out. Yeah. Um, but for me, the Hoyts just have more, they're more spongy and, uh, like we talked about the, the valley's just not, there's not a huge valley in it and I'm sure that's adjustable. Right. Um, but in the ones that I've shot in the past, that's just not been the case. Um, bear archery. Yeah. They've been around forever. Right. And for those of you who can hear this podcast, hope, I'm sure you can hear my neighbor has decided to mow his lawn right now. And so you're going to have to deal with that in the background. Yep, that's right. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, I'm sorry. Bear. Sorry. So Bear, um, one of one of the three companies that I was the m- most surprised with, um, just because I think in the past they've not done anything just totally exciting, but they've been they've been solid in the marketplace and they've yep. produced a good bow. Um, probably a lot like Martin. Um, but the uh the LS six that I shot. Yeah. Um you know let's see here, what did I have? Uh I have that it shoots really fast and it does. It it was one of those bows we were talking about where you shot it and it just boop, boop, yep. Yeah. It it threw the arrow downrange. Um they have it rated at 355 feet per second it is a little heavier at 4.2 pounds five inch brace height yeah that's that's an ass hauler so what was yeah. the draw what was the draw cycle on that for you smooth it i could not believe how okay how incredibly easy this bow was to pull back for me for a at, at a five inch brace height. at a five inch now, brace height. are you comparing let's compare that f- okay what's one of the smoothest bows that we've already mentioned that had a, a really smooth draw. Let's just say Elite. Okay, Elite. Or, or Gearhead. Either one of those two, because okay. they were both really smooth. Okay, Elite or Gearhead. Yep. And this bear, at a, and those are 7-inch brace heights. 7 yeah. and 6-inch. Yeah. So 6 and 7, You're yeah. comparing the draw on this bear, 5-inch brace height, to a, a 6 and 7-inch brace height mm-hmm. on some of these other bows. Mm-hmm. So that good at 5 inches. It was awesome. Okay. It was. I was so surprised by this by this bow, um, and at only seventy uh, percent let off. Right and on that bow, also. Did it feel like it was jumping out of your hand? No, no, it didn't. No, and it could have been also. You know, they had those stops just yeah all the way pulled out. But I don't. I, I honestly I didn't check. What's that? Um, what was the axle to axle on it? Um, thirty-two and a quarter. Okay, all right. That's a short bow. Right. So it hauled ass. Good smooth draw, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't feel like it was jumping out of your hands. What about uh, nine hundred bucks? Okay, so it's cheaper than everything else. Yeah. All right. Yep. So you, I take it you. That's what that eight ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. All right. So loud. Was it loud? It wasn't as loud as I thought it was going to be. It was louder. It was louder, but not as loud as you think a five inch brace height bow would be. Yeah. Exactly. It was it was crazy. I was I was just shocked by that. Yeah, and I remember you talking about talking about this particular bow and how you're like, man, because you know you you go and you shoot all these bows 
and you get into like we like we continue to mention here, you know, a, a group of bows and they all kind of feel the same mm-hmm. after you shoot them, and then a bow like this comes along after you've been shooting all day, and you're like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. So, um, and we'll get back to it in a little bit when we start talking about the bows that you would or wouldn't purchase, the top tier and whatnot. Um, but I take it you you liked this bear. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. All right. Now, anything else that you want to say about uh, innovation or technology or anything else at all about the bears? The bear? Nope, that's it, man. I okay. just wanted to make sure I got that in there. Right. All right. So, Prime? Prime. All right, let's talk about Prime. Prime, you know, when they first came on to the to this scene, I was like, what is this? Yeah, four cams on one bow. Yeah, like, like, what? This yeah. is a gimmick, you know. It's right. gimmicky. It just doesn't make sense, you know. They're, I talked to their engineer. Their, their engineer, which I, you know, I, I really wish I could give this guy credit uh, for his name. Yeah. But um, he's – I remember him. He's this guy right here in this brochure on the far right. Um, he's the guy you talked to? He's the guy I talked to. Okay. The guy is – he is smart. Yeah. Holy shit. Good conversation with Good him. conversation with this guy. Okay. And, um, you know, and he, he took the time to really explain everything um, more more so than, than others. I mean, you know, when you go around and you're, you're there on a press, you know, yeah. those guys aren't – there's not a lot of, uh, you know, that's going to – they're going to yield from that as far as making a sale unless right. – you know, you get a high-quality podcast like this, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time high quality's ever been used uh, <laughs> with my name attached to it. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, you know, I felt like uh, he, he's he spent an ample amount of time with me. Right, right. Um, so some of their technology, like the parallel cam design, um, making it very efficient and also – helping to take some of that uh, cam lean out of there. Right. You, know, you just had a, a young gentleman on here uh, not too many podcasts ago that worked in a bow shop. Yep. And uh, and he was talking about cam lean. Sh- having to shim his cams a little exactly, bit. Exactly, yeah. having to shim the cams and everything. And, um, you know, th- this helps eliminate some of that because you're basically taking a cam – that was, you know, was only as wide as one cable, and then you're spreading that out mm-hmm. um, over the distance between whatever the limb inside of the limb is. Right. Um, and then they yoke it from there, also. Right, for sure. So that that eliminates a lot of it. And I'd mentioned earlier there there's a gentleman on YouTube. Uh, I think it's Archer 1941. Okay. Is his so anybody that's listening, they can go and they can look at this on YouTube. The guy does bow tests, the the torque test, and uh, and vertical knock travel. The guy's an engineer by trade. I spoke with him briefly on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, he is he, he's got it down for test wise. Right. Out of all the bows that he has tested so far, this bow performs the best the prime does the prime does right. uh, the synergy is what he was okay the prime synergy testing. yep right. and the guy is totally unbiased 100 percent. people send their actual personal bows into him and he puts them through the the rigors of that, of the that test. test gotcha um because so, I, I saw you forwarded me some of those uh, tests and you'd be surprised how inaccurate some of the bigger name bows are yeah and, and you mentioned it a, a little earlier but how did this how did this bow feel in your hand awesome awesome 
It, it was awesome. Okay. And part of that too is what they've done with the um, the riser, where they have they have basically integrated the handle of or the grip within the riser. Yep. So um, a lot of them want to basically move the, uh, the the center, the weight of the bow. You know, be as as center as possible. But what happens is, is just like a like a Jeep or something like that that has a lot of weight at the top, um, which you're going to have because you have limbs and cams and, and such. Uh, they want to try to to keep the they're moving the, the grips lower, but they actually move theirs further up so it, there's not as much tilt right. whenever you're shooting. Mm-hmm. So in that, they're taking some of those the the human errors, the inefficiency of a human out of the of the process right. uh, of, of shooting, which you mentioned is the only really way that you can become, um, ha- have a more efficient bow is to take the human element out of it as much as humanly possible. Right. 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 Yeah. Without having a machine shoot it. Right. Exactly. Um, so it's the, the grip is actually uh, one and a half inches higher Okay. in the bow. Then, then on average than the other bows mm-hmm. that are out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, so yeah. And then the, the parallel cam eliminating the helping to eliminate the lateral, um, knock movement. Um, and then they have the, the, the swerve is what they call it, which, I mean, they come up with some better names for some of this stuff, you know, get, get your swerve. (laughs) It's marketing. It is marketing. marketing. I know. Get your swerve on dog. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I I can't wait for the commercials if they ever go there. Um, but, uh, it it basically helps keep the cams in line as well. Right. And when when the guy tested this bow, you could really see it because he basically puts the bow in a clamp of a sort, and then has a machine that pulls it back, and has a laser pointer affixed to the bow. And then there is a vertical string attached to his garage wall. Yep. And, um, and the laser starts out in the center of the bisecting that, that string, as you pull the bow back, you can see the torque start to, to be produced in a bow, um, some more than, than others. others. Definitely. For For sure. Um, with this one, I think it came off, you know, maybe a quarter to a half an inch and then it stayed there. It's not like it started on one side of it and then like, you know, actually crossed the center right uh completely and just started just taking off some of them if if i recall correctly it was uh it was like 13 13 inches or so at uh is at like 30 yards or something some of the torque if you weren't trying to eliminate that because you're going to you're going to try to eliminate some of that whenever you go and you set up your bow yeah you know, and you're you're moving your sights and stuff. So straight out of the box, some of these bows had 13 inches of hand. I believe at 30 that. Yards. I, I believe that's what it was. It was. Uh, it it was impressive. Mm-hmm. If you basically, if you kept the bow exactly where it was, and you kept drawing back, and then you released, if you were, if you could produce that solid of a of a grip, right? That's where it would have gone. Okay. And you know, and don't take my word for it. Go to this this guy's uh, youtube page and check out the test see what bow you have and and take a look at it it's impressive right um so then also uh so that that was the swerve and that helps keep the 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 cams and the guy even made mention and i've not heard him make a lot of mention of 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 bows being exceptional or whatever but he did say that was an exceptional 
test that right. that bow yielded. So okay. So anything else on? Uh, and this was the synergy, right? The prime synergy. Yeah, prime synergy. All right. Um, Any other comments on this other than I mean, great great draw cycle. You said awesome. Awesome draw cycle. Awesome. And hand shock was was getting around the the gearhead. Where there's literally not a lot. Not a lot. Right. Yeah. So it's so like I can't imagine if this bow and the gearhead got it on and produced a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's legal, but it that'd be <laughs> we we probably wouldn't be able to film it. Right. We could maybe have the audio there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it'd be, it'd be off the chain for sure. Yeah. Um, and oh, the other technology they have too, that they highlight in their pamphlet here is this, uh, adjustable roller guard Yeah. and everybody has that now. Right. Some form of that. Right. And I believe maybe it was Bowtech. It was either Bowtech or PSE that developed that technology okay. initially. Gotcha. Um, anyways, that, that's another technology they have. But, yeah, awesome shooting bow. I mean, the, the the balance of this bow was amazing. Yeah. And it's a longer axle-to-axle than what I like to shoot. Yeah. I will say that. It's what, what's the axle-to-axle on it? 33 and a quarter. Okay. 33 and a quarter. Um, so, you know, as far as string angle and all that goes, that was a little bit different for me as it was with the gearhead on the other end of that. Yep. But I think that's something that I could adapt to. Um, and I've, I've seen other guys that, that have posted things about, um, string angle and they just can't, yeah. they can't deal with it. Right. Um, but no, great, great bow. Uh, another thing I'd like to mention too, is just with the, the color options and the finishes that you can get on these bows today is amazing. Right. Um, and that's one thing I do like about elite, um, like on their cams, they were using Cerakote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, on their cans. Are they? Did they do that anymore? Or I I don't know if they do or if they have their own kind of proprietary. Because they I know that was a big production stop for them. Was right. They were having to wait for those things to be coated. Right. Um, right. But uh, but if if you don't know what Cerakote is, it's a really really durable um, coating that is so thin. Um, I've had some some parts for my truck that have been Cerakoted as far as the screws go. Yeah. And you can you can still thread them easily. Right. They go on guns, yep. you know, yep. all that stuff. So great, great coating finish. But all that to say that there's there's a lot of great finishes on all these bows now. Right. Which that's kind of where I like every time you put a, a camo pattern on a bow, it increases the price of the bow, mm-hmm. which meaning which means you are paying for that now if it's a real tree, a mossy oak, uh, a Sitka, a Kuyu camo pattern. They're get that, let's say, let's say Prime, right? Prime mm-hmm. has, uh, whether that's their own finish or that looks like Sitka or uh, not. Is that Optifade? Yeah, Optifade. Okay, Optifade. Yep. So they're paying some kind of lic- licensing mm-hmm. fee to you, yeah, royalty to use that, which increase in turn is bumping up the price of the product. Yep. Right? So I don't know if I'm necessarily a huge fan you know, it's marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Everything in the hunting industry is going to have camo in it. But I don't know if I'm necessarily a huge fan of a product that doesn't need to be camoed, camoed if it's going to increase the price, overall price. Right. And, it may, and, and it, improve no functionality. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and it could be a minuscule, you know, I don't know what their 
you know what their uh their cost is on and how they how they determine what the cost is on you know the retail cost of this but you know if it's five percent are they are they gonna increase it ten percent or are they gonna increase it just the five percent or is are they eating that it doesn't but to me you know, it's going to get put into the product, the end user at some point. At though. some point, yeah. Because yeah, I don't, I don't think you necessarily like with elite. You don't necessarily pay more for a patterned bow, right? Um, but maybe they all get that bump yep. across the board. It's an average. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Anything else on that uh, prime before my it, my it, wife's patience starts <laughs> getting worn thin? Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> mine too. Yeah, it's such a nice day out. I know. Yeah. Um, no, not really. I mean, it's it was just an awesome bow to shoot. Okay. Hands down. All right. Great. All right. Next. Um, I see that. Uh, I th- think. Oh, wait. Uh, Matthews? Yeah, let's do it. Matthews. Yeah. Now, just I'm, I'm looking at the pamphlet, and it's a catalog. <laughs> Compared to all, I mean, the the other things are considered catalogs too, but this this catalog that you, you're holding in your hand is basically a picture book of awesome photos. Oh yeah, right. I yeah. mean, it is marketing 101. Yep, it's heavy. I would not want to get hit with this. Right, uh, and just a ton of pictures in there, very high quality, put together piece of you know, and we all know that. Matthews spends a lot of money, right? A ton, a ton of money on on their marketing, and I, let's just get into the bow. I mean, what bow did you end up shooting? Um, I shot the uh, Halon Thirty Two. Okay, the Halon Thirty Two. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, Matthews has a following like no other, oh. right? Yeah. And it's almost like if you criticize a Matthews bow, you, you get ousted because you. It's like you're you're either part of the gang or you're not, yeah. right? I mean, that's the feel that I yeah. get. Well, I'm about to get kicked out of the gang. <laughs> <laughs> God dang it! Here we go. Uh, my viewership is probably oh, my yeah. listeners are probably going to go way down now. It's plummeting right now. Right. Well, I mean, it's been plummeting, but <laughs> once they heard Ryan Ibrigs on the show. Oh the yeah, show. right. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, okay, it is impressive. They offer three different brace heights. Okay, five, six, and seven with for that the bow. halon. Uh huh. Right. With the halon. Um, but to me, the bow is it's loud. Okay. Um, and it's I don't. I mean, the draw cycle is not like anything. Like, oh man, I hate pulling this thing back but i don't enjoy i did not enjoy shooting this bow right you know like you enjoyed the prime exactly okay yeah it was not like a treat like it's not something that i would look forward to shooting or practicing with okay and you know if if you shoot handguns you know that if you don't like the way the gun feels in your hand and you're not going to shoot it right um and that's that's how this bow was for me it just it just did not really do anything for me, especially with all the hype that surrounded it. They had one of the largest shooting areas yep. um, in the the whole ATA. And as you alluded to earlier, they spend an ass ton on, on marketing. Right. Um, and I think it was maybe them and Elite that were kind of having a, a bidding war against one of the really great uh, Archer, archers. Um... Not Levi, Levi, yeah, Levi Levi Morgan. Yeah, Levi Morgan. Yeah, 
they paid a ton of money from what I heard. Yeah. You know, I mean, like millions. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I don't know how many damn bows you have to shoot to make that up. Right. You know, and I mean, how how hard do you have to push a product? And it's coming out of our pockets at some point. It totally is. Right. Yeah. And that's what, you know, some of these guys like, like uh, Expedition, you mm-hmm. know, that are, that are smaller and, you know, they're, they're kind of underground in that aspect, kind of like Elite used to be. Yeah. You know, maybe that, maybe that plays into part of your, your bow purchase uh, yeah. process there. But for me, I'm, I'm just not about the big, the big wheel here. Yeah. You know, the big, the big, um, company so so basically the marketing that is spent in this company isn't going to make you buy a bow because you've tested and you've shot all these other bows and you realize that it's not i mean it it doesn't trans it doesn't translate into the uh, efficiency of the bow right okay yep so talk to me let's talk about this you know what it is about this bow i mean is there something about it that you like First of all, before we rag, before you rag <laughs> on it, I mean, okay, like I said, I do like that they they have the options of the different brace heights because mm-hmm. that appeals uh, to a lot of people, right? There, right. right off, right at the get go. Right. Um, I've always thought Matthews look kind of cool. Right. Um, and I guess you know I, I felt like the bow, the bow had had speed. Yep. Um, I don't know. I'm just searching for something to really just like, you know. Okay, so let's just talk about it. The draw cycle, I'll be honest, I've never been a fan of the Matthews draw cycle, uh-uh. ever. Nope. Uh, and, and I've shot a lot of bows over my, I've been going to the ATA show since 2008. These guys just recently started coming back to the ATA show, but I've shot their bows in other areas, mm-hmm. like at the bow shop or at Shields, like you mentioned, or Cabela's or whatever. Um as far as brands are concerned, they're one of the most popular brands that's, Without a doubt. that's out there, yep. right? They, they don't, and you're not, yeah, marketing helps, but if you make a shitty bow, you're not going to get return customers. Right. These guys are getting return customers. So there's something about these bows that are attractive, and it's more than just being part of a group, right? right? So right. the bow has to function, yeah, right? It, yeah. Uh, and for you you may you may not like and like we we're getting at this is all Ryan's and Ryan's real, really preference uh as far as looking into what the you know the efficiencies the draw cycle the um the what else uh, i mean quietness all that stuff yeah. so you mentioned it was loud i think it was loud compared to any anything else anything else but you know that's i guess I, let me let me preface that. So that was with the with the five inch. Yeah. You know, obviously the seven inch was quieter. Yeah. Um, but still, maybe it's you know maybe part of that is I shot the five and I just kind of had that in my head that they right. were just kind of loud. I I don't feel like they had a lot of hand shock to them. But the other thing too, I don't like the grips on Matthews. Okay. That comes standard. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I'll piss a lot of other people off here too. To me, it's like shooting a Glock. A Glock for me is like having a shoe box or something in my hand. They just never really conformed well to my hand. Gotcha. So I didn't like that. That's the way a Matthews feels to okay. me too. So do you feel that when someone says the name Matthews and you went to go shoot this bow, did you have the expectation that it was going to be at the top 
Sure, I did. Yeah, yeah. sure. So you felt that, you know, based off brand name mm-hmm. alone, it should function. It should be one of the, the, the best bows that you shot. Yeah, I thought it was going to be right up there with Elite and, right. you know, any so, other. So, you know, the Elite um, and uh, what was the other bow? The Bowtech, right? Mm-hmm. Those were kind of right in that same area. Yeah. I mean, is this is this in that same area or is it like a step below? Oh, it's a step below. It's not even um, – it doesn't even really make the – I mean, it makes the very bottom of, of, the top. of, of my three-tier. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, if you don't, I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Right. And here's the thing I don't like about it. So you see, um, you know, this true center knocking point. Well, whenever the guy does a test on, on the Matthews, Mm -hmm. it, you don't see that in that test. It's not revealed. Yeah. You know? So, so the test doesn't back up the comments. Right. Exactly. Yep. The, the results of this this guy's test. Yep. Right. And then, you know, you weren't a fan of the draw cycle. You weren't a fan of the – I mean, do you think you're underwhelmed with this bow because of the fact that it is a Matthews and that you had higher expectations for it? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't uh, want to. I mean, I don't want to sit here and. Bash. No, I don't want to bash you because right. there. I mean, hey, there. There's a lot of people. Obviously, they shoot oh, yeah. him. They kill. They kill big bucks with them. They kill buck. They kill anything with them. Yeah. You know, and that's cool and that's fine. But it's just not for me. Right. Okay. Um, the other thing too, they are all starting to kind of blend in, looking the same. They have that dual bridge riser, just like Elite. Right. Okay. Yep. They're trying to to split it up. Yep. But right. their their cams are designed a lot differently. They're though. big, just like the Botex. <sighs> yeah, big cams. Yeah, big cams. All right, yep. all right. Well, not a fan of uh, the Matthews. Ryan Iberg said so. so if you're going to send hate mail, send it to him. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll provide his address after the podcast. Yeah, thanks. Is over. Thank you. <laughs> all right, now. PSE. PSE. We haven't yep. talked about we PSE. We got PSE yet. right here. And then that's going to be the last one. That is it. Yeah. So for those of you who are like, oh my is this podcast ever going to get over? Yeah. Um, you know, the, the PSEs, they have a look all their own. Yeah. Um, and I shot them. They're okay. You know, yeah. I'm just not a big. I'm not a big PSE fan. I never have yeah. been. I've never liked the way they felt. These guys are all about speed though right i mean from the sound from the sounds of it and everything that their commercials represent they want to be the fastest bow yep and i think that a lot of bows that they tried to get on that bandwagon for a while i want to be speed 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 and then people realize that speed doesn't mean shit in the tree stand right i mean unless i mean it has its place yeah but for the majority of people no right no but some people want the fastest yeah yeah some people want the quietest some people it's just that's the way. That's the way we are. You know. That's right. Um, so the uh, the full throttle is their big big time speed bow. Yep. Three seventy. That hauls ass. That's hauling ass. Yeah. That What's the brace height on that? Uh, five and a quarter. Five and a quarter. Okay. Yep. Um, and it <laughs> a lot of hand shock. Yeah. And it's kind of loud. Yeah. Uh, but it gets downrange real quick. Right. I mean, it was impressive. Joe, so just the speed at which the arrow got to the target was like, oh, wow, this is fun. Yeah. 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 
but not compared to the bow that also had or the bear that also had the five inch right. sight. Oh, I would have much rather shot the bear at what, and lost feet, some speed, yeah. twenty feet per second slower. Yeah, but but no less like way less hand shock, way and less, way quieter, way less. Right. Okay, yeah, and not such a. I mean, what was the draw? Look, look at the look at the cam. The, the cam is just nasty on that thing. It looks like an oval. Yeah, that is not, like an egg. Yeah. That is crazy. Uh, what was the draw cycle like it, on it? Just like it, the cam looks. I mean, it's ugly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you're like, oh, man, I hope, <laughs> hope doesn't it doesn't blow up in your hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> or have a premature let off here or right. something. Uh, someone's going to get hurt. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, I did shoot their Carbon Air, uh, the 34 ECS. That was a, it was a pretty nice bow. Yeah. Um, being you know. designed for speed, did any of these? Did any of the PSEs have real good? Like any of them have a, a better draw cycle than the rest of them? Yeah, that Carbon Air did. Okay. Yeah, I preferred that one definitely over the full throttle. Right. Um, I don't think I'll ever buy anything called full throttle, <laughs> unless it's for like a you know, race car. Right. Right. Like for you know, hey man. You ever have you have a chance to uh, test out the full throttle grunt call? <laughs> oh man, it, it brings them in fast, fast. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> All right, so the uh, PSC. I mean, is that are you are you placing that any anywhere? Not really. It's not not really middle of the road. Middle of the road. And are you could are they expensive? I mean, I don't know. You know, again, we didn't really take price into consideration. Yeah, we did I know not. We, men- we mentioned it. Um, I don't some see of any them. prices on this, but uh, you know, I can't imagine that it's too cheap, right? Um, you know, and they the cams they've been cool. around for a long time, oh, forever, forever. I know yeah. that there's a lot of people that like the PSCs and uh, have been shooting them for a long time. Uh, I've I've shot them, but only in the only in the uh, realm of trade shows and you know big box stores or you know some i don't even know any local guys any local bow shops that around where i'm at that actually carry pscs but mm-hmm. yeah you know they're no thousand bucks thousand bucks okay for a full throttle so right in line with everything else um you, you kind of mentioned there's this Bowtech elite you know matthews was under that um with the would you say prime kind of being up there where mm-hmm. where where does elite or uh pse kind of rank as far as price well not as or, price but oh, kind of overall overall middle of the road with yeah yeah okay. i mean they're to me it's better than a matthews as oh. far as that ps you would you would pick a pse over matthews probably so Based, just because they'd is... probably be more accurate i in in how i feel for the halon 32 okay yeah okay. for for the the flagship bows yeah. that we're mentioning I mean, here Matthews makes a shit ton of bows. Yeah. You know, they, they make a bunch. Yeah. And I think they actually make one that has a shorter brace height than that than that five and whatever, but uh, I can't remember. But anyways, they're, I mean, you could tell whenever I went to their, when I went to their booth, I mean, you know. Right. It, it's a bro club for sure. I mean, there's a lot of people, they just, they love them. They love them. Yep. All right, well. Let's get into the, I mean, we're done reviewing the bows. What I want to do now is you got a list there down by your feet that kind of you, you, you ranked them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, let's start from the bottom up. Out of all the bows that we discussed today and that you've shot, is there any, 
Any other ones that we didn't mention or forgot to today? I don't know. If it is, I've lost the I lost the info. All right. Like I said, this is all opinion-based. This isn't no physical testing that's actually been done other than Ryan shooting it based off of his preferences. You, you took the top nine bows that you shot, type, mm-hmm. top nine brands, and uh, divided them into three tiers, right? The cream of the crop, the middle of the road, and then the bottom of the top, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's start at the very bottom. Which I have these kind of in the... Okay, so uh, at the where? At like, the, what? I didn't hear you. What? No, you're supposed to be paying attention. Know. To, you know, not looking out the window, wishing you were somewhere else. <laughs> no. <laughs> but okay, so the uh, we have the cream of the crop, right? Yep. Okay, then we have the eh, they're in the middle. Yeah. Right, but they're still performed better than everything else. Right. That you tested, right. and then also at the top, but at the bottom of the top. Right. If that makes sense. Yep. Um. Everything else kind and of these fell. aren't in really any order. Yeah, and here, they're in yeah, in no order down the bottom. So let's start with the bottom three that you have there. Okay, the bottom three: um, New Breed, Matthews, Expedition Archery. Um, and Expedition Archery is probably more towards the the top of that. Okay, you know, they're approaching the middle for me. The middle of the top. The middle of the right. top. Okay. Yep. Right. Yep. And um, yeah, I don't know. They they just weren't special enough for me to. They're innovative enough for me. They were, they. I mean, they're still good bows, obviously. Right, but they, I mean, obviously, they performed well enough of all the other bows that we've talked about today to make, you know, make a comment here. Yeah. Right. So they they they're good. They're good bows. They work. I mean, they're you're gonna, you know, just like every, and this is where it gets kind of difficult because any bow with practice, you're gonna be able to kill something. Yep. Right. And it's just, you know, your personal preference. So for you, those, those three bows, uh, say those brand names again. Uh, so expedition archery, new breed Matthews. All right. Good. All right. Now, and they, they were, they all performed similar, right? Right. Okay. All right. Now the next two, it looks like the middle of the road twos twos. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I think, Hoyt and uh, in in I don't know in Bowtech to me they're just kind of the middle of of all that category there. Right. Even though I don't like how spongy the the Hoyts are, they they do make for their for their models they do make other bows that are you know they are more shootable. Right. I guess. Um. But I don't know. Yeah. Hoyt and Bowtech in the in the in the middle. Okay. And then I see you have a note there about Martin. Yeah, Martin is in between. They're I think they're above the Hoyt and Bowtech. Okay. Um and a lot of that has to do with those cams being offered in, in you know, three right. different styles of cams there within okay. that, that bow. Um and they yeah, they that they're solid. Awesome. They All are right. a solid company. And now the cream of the crop here. Um and do you have like okay so the the this second and third tier of the top that you've already mentioned uh for the most part all of those are kind of wrapped into a a bow that they all shoot kind of similar yeah right it's so hard splitting hairs yeah, to teasing it out yep all right yeah so now the bows that actually impressed you the most um are are the cream of the crop and let's talk about those okay so, um, the, uh, the, the bear LS six, 
I mean, I was I was so amazed with that bow. Right. I mean, like to me, that's the way the Matthews should have presented to me. Right. That Halon thirty two should have. Right. But it didn't. I mean, this guy came out of nowhere and And that's kinda crazy because a couple years ago I I shot bears and they didn't impress me that much. No. No. And then this bow comes out of nowhere and <laughs> I mean, just by talking to you at the show, you were blown away by it. Yeah. You were very impressed with how that bow performed. Is this a bow that you see yourself owning someday, this bear? No, not given the other options here in, in my top tier. Okay, but for uh, the functionality. Yeah, functionality. If I was going to shoot a more speed-focused bow, I would buy that bear. The bear. All mm-hmm. right. The and, bear LS6. And it just... It just surprised you how well it performed, especially for a five-inch brace height. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, six. Sorry, this one was the six. Okay, the LS6. Yeah, the All six. Right. Gotcha. All right. Yep. Um, uh, next one. So, um, the Elite. Okay. Seven. The Elite seven. Not the six. Not the six. The six you did not like. Did not like. But the, Nasty. the option seven is... It's a good bow. Right. It is. And, you know, some of that... I mean, yeah, they, they split the limbs and everything, um, and it does give it a little bit more different feel but it's still an elite you know you still know you're shooting an elite all right now i I really quickly the last elite that you have to this current elite is for sale (laughs) oh it is for sale yeah okay all right well we'll we'll have to put it ad (laughs) out there but would you sell i mean you're selling it now your old elite but if your only other option was this new elite would you upgrade to this new elite from your old elite yeah probably not probably not mm-hmm. okay nope all right nope i all don't right. for me it's not that it's not that different it's not i mean for the split limb guys that's what they're they've been waiting for that all right so next one on that uh the gearhead t30 okay now as you know uh they're a partner of this podcast but Ryan Iberg doesn't give a shit nope, about that. I don't. Nope. They're not my partner. <laughs> That's right. He's not getting paid. <laughs> That's right. I'm not getting both. So, yeah. So, it's, uh, yeah. I, I have, like I said, it's unbiased. And, and I made this list prior to Dan signing with them. Yeah, because this was supposed to happen in January. Yeah. Um, but so, what, so what what is it about the gearhead that you like? And I know what I like about it, but for for someone else who is – I mean, it had to perform well enough for you to put it in the cre- the very top tier of all these other. Yeah. Did it take you surprise? Kind of like the bear took you by totally. surprise. Totally. Whenever I when I picked it up, you know, it it definitely feels different in your hand because the way the weight is distributed through the bow. Mm-hmm. Um, but after you shoot it, you're like, oh, this this all makes sense. You know, right. you, you can feel how stiff things are in the bow but they're not so stiff that you get that that hand shockiness and, and right and, you know just that nasty feel right um they are efficient yeah you know so all of that all of that energy that you're putting into pulling back on that bow i feel like the majority of it is making its way to the arrow right okay um and and you know it, it is it's, it's cool the way that the the riser is split and like you're starting to see all these other bow companies start to split their, their risers risers. come apart with it. They're coming apart. Yeah. They're making these cages or whatever you want to call it. Well, this is a full cage if those are a partial, you know? Right. Um, 
so yeah, so the GearHead T30, and you know, I would even if I I'd even put the M30 in here, maybe below the the LS6, the Bear LS6. Right. As far if I wanted something that was a little faster, um, I just I did like the the Bear LS6. Right. For that. <clears throat> All right. So the last one on the cream of the crop. The Prime Synergy. Prime Synergy. Mm-hmm. And that impressed you a lot. It did. Yep. And after it impressed me shooting it, I shot that. I shot these these four bows. I went back to them. So what I did is I, I went through, I shot all the bows, and then I kind of, like I said before, I made a list of what I thought was good. And then I went back and I kind of shaved it down some more. Mm-hmm. And this is what I ended up with were these bows. And I went back and I shot them and I shot them and I shot them and I shot them. Over and over and over. I mean, the guys probably got tired of seeing me yeah. there. You know, they already knew what I wanted to shoot. Um, this guy isn't buying anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but the, the, the synergy was a lot of fun to shoot. Yeah. It was just, it was awesome. Nice bow. Nice bow. Awesome. Solid wall. Slipped right into the valley. And then to see the confirmation of those tests that that guy has done, yeah, you know, that's real right. data. That's hard data for me. Right. Um, so that's that's what I like to see. There's so much of the the hunting industry's claims are based upon just somebody just doing purely that, claiming yeah. it, you know, right. as, as word, you know. And no, nothing to back it up. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. There's no accountability. It should all come with like an FDA label. You right, know, like for sure. Supplements. Do. So – you mentioned your elites for sale, right? So it sounds to me like you're going to be buying a new bow this year. Yeah, if Caitlin doesn't find out. <laughs> <laughs> going to have to hide some money from the wife. I think so. Okay, yeah. so let's talk. Honestly, what do you see yourself go after, based off what you've done so far, what do you see yourself buying? I mean, do you have one or two that you would that you're going to consider out of that top tier list? I would consider the, the Synergy or the T30 or the two that I – would consider i'm not like i said the elite seven there's not enough in that that bow to make me want to switch from my 32 right okay it's just to me they split the limbs and okay great great all right um the ls6 like i mentioned i'm not i'm not a huge speed fan anyways yeah. so that bow's kind of out and then the m30 falls in line with being another gearhead product so yeah to me yeah i'll look i'll look there i'm kind of excited what you decide to go with why is that? Well, I just you know, you're you're gonna make a you're gonna make a decision based off all this stats and I'm I'm or all the bows that you shot and I take it that what you've done has helped you narrow down and the info that you've gathered is is what is gonna help you determine what bow you're gonna end up buying. Right. So. Yeah. So then it's gonna come down to price point and availability. Yeah. Basically for me. Okay. You all know. right. Well. Um, cause I would be happy, honestly, shooting either one of those bows. Right. So, right. well, first off, I want to say thanks for doing this, taking your time to do this, not only at the show, but coming here to, uh, to do that. Yeah, no problem. And I, I did, I, I think we're even cause I bought you dinner one night. Oh, oh yeah. And some, uh, and some, <laughs> some jerky sticks or something too, right? <laughs> at a gas station. <laughs> no, wait. No, the ones that were at the show. Yeah, the pig the pig ones. Yeah, the, the pig jerky. I don't even know what was the name wild of Wild boar. Wild um, something. And it was they were, they were, they were delicious. Awesome. I know. I wish we could give them a plug, but I forget what the name of the business is. I got a business card around here. Anyway, 
first off, thank you. I you're appreciate welcome. it. Yeah, and, thanks uh, for having me. You're gonna finally, have, yeah, finally after make, six make it months. in your little black book. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, look at, oh, look at Dan's schedule. Dan actually has a schedule too. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> Same one my wife has. <laughs> Got a daily planner. <laughs> No, Dan does do an incredible, uh, he spends an incredible amount of time doing these podcasts. I don't think anybody knows just exactly how much work he puts into <laughs> to doing these because he is, I'm like, hey, uh, you want to, oh, no, 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 I can't talk, man. I'm, I'm about to, five minutes, I'm going on a, I'm, I'm doing a podcast, you know. He's a hard guy to get a hold of. But, uh, but I make no, time for you. You do. To chit chat. Yeah, it's do. just been hard to get this. Yeah, to get together. together. But yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yep. All right. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This podcast series is in the books. First and foremost, I want to send a huge shout out to my boy, my dog, Ryan Iberg. Uh, Thanks for taking time out of your uh, day, your vacation, or I guess your holiday, to uh, come and spend time in the Nine Finger Chronicles headquarters and do this podcast. Also, uh, tell your wife uh, thank you as well for... uh, you know, she has to play single mom while you came and do this. So, and tell your daughters I said hi too, and that uh, we should have a date sometime where, not between me and your daughters, but <laughs> I better end this podcast quick. But your daughters and my daughters. All right. Anyway, so so there's uh, so there's that. Now, also, I want to send a huge shout out to the partners of this podcast: Lone Wolf, Ripcord. Deer Lab, Wasp Archery, Gearhead Archery, Exodus Trail Cameras, Ozonics. So please go support those uh, partners as they support me. Uh, Also, be sure to check out BustedRack.com. Go buy the Nine Finger Chronicles t-shirt, the one that says profits from this t-shirt went to conservation and uh, all of my profits will be going to the national deer alliance and then i'm going to get those guys on the podcast to talk about it Uh, other than that i think we're good check me out on facebook check me out on twitter check me out on instagram Um, instagram i've been posting some pretty kick-ass pictures that i've taken um, over you know the last year or even recently Other than that, I think we're good to go, guys. Thank you very much for spending time with me. And again, if you're going to be in a tree, wear your damn safety harness.